we wanted to do something a little bit different. An angler who kept an undersized muskie, okay? The subject was located. We found this guy. The muskie meat was located in his refrigerator, and the muskie carcass was located in a friend's chicken pen. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Now, well, I'll tell you what. The uh, the raccoon was friendly. He's friendly with the, <laughs> with the owner. <laughs> okay. <clears throat> Thank God for social media. That's all I'm saying. Weeds out the Egypts. They love to fish and they just couldn't bear going in the local waters. So they scaled some fences and they, they found a, a private pond. Unfortunately, a Madison County Sheriff's Department had stocked this. This is just tip of the iceberg here. Um, oh, there's more? Oh, gosh, yeah. I got a lot more of these. Welcome, everybody. Another episode of The Crave, and we wanted to do something a little bit different. And quite honestly, full disclosure here, this is, uh, I got some inspiration from. Another podcast that I was listening to um, that highlights uh, crime and just complete imbeciles um, in the sports world. So full disclosure, this isn't a new idea, but I thought it would be pretty fun to um, take a look at the outdoor world and just look at the just complete idiotic behavior that people think they can get away with. Poachers, people that are pulling in, you know, hunting without licenses, uh, fishing and keeping beyond their limits just to, I mean, you know, I don't want to put these people in a category, but moronic is right up there. I don't know what it is, but the, the mindset of these people is amazing. So it, I didn't have to dig deep to like find some stories about some of these people. So I thought today we'd, we'd take a look at, at some of the, the more <clears throat> comical, and maybe uh, high profile. And we'll, yeah, there's, there's, I mean, we can do more than one episode on this for sure. And I think we will as we go forward. But um, we'll just take a few of, of the bigger <laughs> known outdoor fishing game violators and uh, take, a, take a look and see what, what they were thinking, if they were at all. <laughs> so um, without further ado, um, we're going to start with these two gentlemen, and I think we could use their names because it's this is public knowledge at this point. You know, maybe we'll just use first names. So uh, these two gentlemen here um, decided to go fishing, and they they these are Georgia men. So, um, you know, real peaches, real peaches. Nice one, mate. <laughs> your head's at already. <laughs> um, like I'm not putting anybody. He just got it, John. Just got it. Oh my no, I'm yeah, just, he did. Just, and Nate's so proud. He's proud. <laughs> <laughs> so these two Georgia folk, um, Georgia, <laughs> Georgia, you were um, always on my mind. <laughs> Sorry. These fine gents uh, decided that they they love to fish, 
and they just couldn't bear going in the local waters. So they scaled some fences and they 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 found a, a private pond that was stocked by uh, unfortunately a Madison County Sheriff's Department had stocked this. You know why they stocked it? Because it was their pond. Mm. On their it was on their property. Oh wow! Yeah, on the sheriff's on the sheriff's property. <laughs> yeah, sheriff's department owns <laughs> this property. That's so, awesome. um, so three dudes. Um, they ended up fishing and immediately being detained, and uh, they spent the weekend in the Danesville jail after they were arrested by state DNR officers for illegally fishing uh, in the uh, Lowe's sheriff's stocked pond. Um, here's the thing. And this is where the real douchebaggery in, you know, Nate's, which I think is a great descriptor. Um, <laughs> they had stocked the pond with uh, $1,200 worth of catfish and bream to offer disabled children from the county a fun day of fishing. However, uh, in the interim, the men evidently made multiple trips to the pond, uh, trespassing mm. into the sheriff's department, uh, mm. uh, onto the sheriff's department property. Uh, with an ATV and catching the fish intended for the deserving youngsters. So not only did mm. these idiots trespass mm. onto the sheriff's department, they're like, hey, you know, like, I mean, come on, these kids, you know, let's, how many fish can they really catch? So <laughs> let's, <laughs> let's get in there and let's see if we can uh, wrangle us up a couple of catfish before, yeah. before these disabled youngsters get in there. What a bunch of morons. Well, and yeah, I mean, it's, uh, it's not like they're – some kind of, you know, endangered species or something. I don't know. I don't know. Maybe that's just me coming from the Northwest, but like catfish and brim aren't what I would consider. Like you can find those anywhere. Why risk, why why risk trespassing on, you know, because these Georgia state land thought this is, this is, this is easy picking. Or maybe it was just Mm. the, the sheer thrill of knowing that they were just stealing joy from, from the youth. A bunch of buttholes. <laughs> Seriously, <laughs> come on, come on. Wait, wait. Agreed. Oh, were they? Was it? Were they fishing barbless though? Mm. I mean, I, bow fishing. Do you think that? Uh, <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> yeah. It's okay. Then. <laughs> so, needless to say, uh, the Associated Press did report that uh, Brian. Again, I'm just gonna use some first names here. Brian, Michael, and uh, Christopher were released from jail after paying a fine of $360 to restock the pond. Hmm. And uh, it all worked out. So That's still pretty steep. You so can buy like a lot of catfish the, from the market yeah, for 360 yeah. bucks. Yeah. I mean, what do you think? Were they noodling? Were they noodling or, or like <laughs> rod and reeling? They're going in for a noodle? Yeah. Hey, let's... Uh, a lot. Those are some big brim. Let's go down. <laughs> yeah. Let's go down to the sheriff's department, scale the fence, get in there, noodle some catfish that are intended for the disabled kids. What a... Come on. <laughs> Yeah, dude. Do you think they knew? Was, do you think they just got like word like, "Hey, dude, this this pond was just stock. Let's go get yeah, it." Yeah, it's not like you're breaking. Or do you into think a, they actually knew? Like, they're hey, bringing hey. in the bus with the kids. Yeah, let's get in there before they got in. Right. And, uh, yeah. First come, first serve. Yeah. Bitches. Hey. <laughs> <laughs> come on. What a should idiot. have been here last week. Wheels. Oh, <laughs> I'm sorry. Wheels. That's bad. <laughs> oh, here comes the pudding bus. All right. Mm. So, um, it's horrible. Next up. That's horrible. This is just the tip of the iceberg here. Um, oh, there's more? Oh, gosh, yeah. I got a lot more. Wow. Things. Okay, here's here. Pull this one from uh, Wisconsin uh, Fishing. Well, it's the, uh, 
what is it? Sportsman's page. I can't remember what it's called. Keep it moving. Keep yeah, it. keep her moving. Keep it. <laughs> uh, Warden Joe Paul of Phillips, Phillips, Wisconsin. That's in the northern part there, eh? You know? Up, up north. Oh, up north, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Up there. Oofta. Even they know where the Rogers are. Uh, <laughs> received information in August regarding, this is hilarious, an angler who kept an undersized muskie, okay? The subject was located. We found this guy. The musky meat was located in his refrigerator, and the musky carcass was located in a friend's chicken pen. <laughs> <laughs> wow. So this guy catches an undersized musky. He's like, well, hmm, you know what I got to do? I got to strip this meat out of here. It's and I got to go throw the carcass in my, my <laughs> buddy's chicken pen. They'll pick it clean. Hmm. They'll never find it. What an idiot. Yeah. Who keeps musky meat anyway? It's disgusting. Yeah. Regardless uh, of size. Apparently, the, the maybe the younger ones are too good, yeah. So, hmm. um, so Warden John Scar, Scarberth, Sharberth, that's a Wisconsin name. <clears throat> this is a two-warden situation. <laughs> Warden John Sharberth, Sharberth and uh, Nick King. So these two fellers receive a call from the uh, Stevens Point Police Department. Stevens Point, if you don't know, that's right in the middle of the state. These they, are like fish and game wardens? Uh, yeah. Not like prison wardens. This no, New- these are okay. fish and game guys. This is New York? Right. Uh, no, this is also Wisconsin. Oh. Uh, yeah, Wisconsin. Skinny. Did you think that was a New York accent? It sounded kind of New York Did not at all. Yeah. Mm. Nah, I don't think so. Yeah. Sounded like a Knicks fan. I would have said, <laughs> uh, you know, uh, Stevens Point, you know? Ah. So you hear the is. difference? There it is. Yeah. Anyway. They get a call regarding a uh, a contact of one of their officers was on involving a subject who had a live raccoon locked in his truck in the Fleet Farm parking lot. <laughs> Upon arrival, the wardens determined that the subject had found the raccoon along the road several months prior and was keeping it as a pet. The raccoon was clearly habituated. Habituated? <laughs> Habit. It's a big one. <laughs> it's, it is. I habit, think it's probably habit, uh, habit, 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 habitualized. Now, well, I'll tell you what. The uh, the raccoon was friendly. He's friendly with the <laughs> with the owner. <laughs> okay. He got real comfortable. He got real comfortable inside <laughs> of the cab of that truck. He's like, I like this. I'm not leaving. So what's wrong with that? You can't. No, you can't just have a pet I don't think anything happened. Um, uh, so he would allow the raccoon to sit on the shoulder and climb around, and allowed it to run around losing his vehicle. The animal was taken to wildlife. Uh, rehab and enforcement action was taken. Who prints this garbage? It's not even newsworthy. That oh my was, goodness. That was pretty <laughs> solid stuff. <laughs> I thought that was pretty good. I've heard of raccoons making great pets. Yeah. So you can't say one, you find one on your doorstep one day, you can't take it in in the fear of I don't think you can you will get chastised. I don't think you can bring in a wild animal like that and bring I had it in a your one-eyed home. raccoon as a pet when I was a child. Well, is that what they called it at the house? Yeah, like, my dad one-eyed raccoon, huh? My dad used to <laughs> skin them and sell the pelts when I was a kid. It still smells. And uh, one-eyed raccoon pelts. Well, my <laughs> uncle ran over one in the road, thought it was dead. Then it had one eye after Pulled that. it over, you know, pulled the car over. Is this a subspecies? No, it's just like one-eyed like raccoons. A raccoon. Oh. He hit it with his car, driving down the road. He squished his head, probably. Yeah, popped like the other eye right it, out. Right? Just like popped. He's just yeah. looking at you with like Popeye. So now. he pulls I over and he it. sees the eyeball hanging out of this raccoon. Oh, this knows, disgusting. you know, he's coming to visit us anyway. Knows my dad sells raccoon pelts for money. 
So he just shovels it up <laughs> off the side of the road, scoops it hey, up Bill, into the truck. I heard you sell these things for money. Is this thing worth anything? Well, it's Buck, but he had a pet raccoon with one eye. <clears throat> no, it didn't turn out. Well, it ended up being a pet. My uncle <clears throat> ran over a raccoon, thought it was dead. He was on the way to our house anyway. Yes. So he throws the presumably dead raccoon in the trunk ah. to deliver it to my dad so that it could be skinned and the pelt could be sold. Mm-hmm. Gotcha. But and so alive. when they, my uncle arrives at my house, the whole house is notified. Fanfare ensues. We all come out to the driveway to regale at the spectacle that is dead <laughs> raccoon in the trunk. Take a look at this, Martha. <laughs> look at this old coon in here. So the screwdriver goes into the keyhole to pop the trunk open, and lo and behold, raccoon is not, not dead. dead. Comes alive. Mm-hmm. Eyeball hanging out of a socket. <laughs> Are you kidding me? Yeah, piss me. Guardians of the Galaxy yeah. stuff. Here. Like, yeah, well, I'm pretty short. Like he was ready to hit that little red button. Really? For sure. Wow. So. Dad runs and gets the welding gloves and corrals that thing, puts him in a cage, and we <laughs> nurse him back to his ass to the car. <laughs> Gotta keep it down. No, sorry. Oh, <laughs> he killed the hell out of that thing. Then. No, he didn't I mean, actually. Really? We nursed it back to health in the barn. Are you a couple weeks mean? later, released it into the wild. I don't know how many dad. Everybody who dad was listening to this story, my dad killed and skinned. Lost a bet just now. Yeah, they're like, there's I, no I knew way you guys were gonna the... murder this poor raccoon. No. You would have thought this would have ended with, like, multiple like baseball bats being, yeah. being hand-to-hand hand combat with a mag light. Yep. No. <laughs> no. But this, uh, six D cells later. My dad had immense respect for this <laughs> raccoon all of a sudden. ended up on the ground in a pool of its That's own. That's good. Yeah. That's good. That's Holy good. shit, this thing's tougher than hell. We're going mm-hmm. to show it respect. And I'm, yeah. I'm sure. Uh, and that's, ladies and gentlemen, is conservation. Yeah, I'm sure a bobcat found it running around in circles a couple weeks later and took it out. But it it wasn't by my dad's yeah, hand. Geez, poor raccoon. He tried though. Yeah, I got in lots of trouble because I was really little and I kept <laughs> trying to let it out and play with it, and it was mean. This explains a lot. It was it was very angry. I don't know why. It's because it's, like it's a damn raccoon. It, somebody <laughs> just popped his eyeball out of its socket, just running yeah. around in the back seat of his car. Looking back at it now, I <laughs> totally understand why. <laughs> I can understand why this thing didn't like me or humans. Anyway, a decision to brag on an internet hunting site about taking two bucks, Utah, give me two, on the opening day of West Virginia. See, there's West Virginia. Anytime they're involved, this is... What do you mean? You said Utah? Is it Utah or West Virginia? The Utah was a reference from a movie, but never mind. Decision to brag on an internet hunting site about taking two bucks uh, on the opening day of West Virginia's uh, firearm season proved costly to the poacher and his father. The big problem comes here uh, mainly because that uh, <laughs> several citizens notified the West Virginia Department of Natural Resources that uh, Robbie, uh, we'll call, he's got a lot of names, Robert Daniel. I'm still, I'm still omitting like four of his names. We'd call it Robert Daniel. A 26-year-old Bridgeport man posted photographs of himself with two, not one, but two white bucks online, claiming to have shot both of them on opening day. Unfortunately for Robbie, the legal bag limit in West Virginia is only one buck. Mm-hmm. So that was a problem for him. 
under the incriminating message board setting, opening day bucks. Look at this idiot. The bragger violator disclosed details on both deer that he killed. He's like, look at this. Look at how good I am. I can kill both these deer. Uh, an investigation by Harrison County Conservation Officers resulted in Kane, oops, they gave his last name, being charged with five <laughs> wild, Ooh. five wildlife violations. It's a surprise that it was not his first go around with this, uh, including conspiracy to violate, uh, conspiring to violate Chapter Twenty of the uh, West Virginia State Code, failure to field uh, tag a deer, illegal possession of a buck. Hunting after killing a legally killed deer and exceeding the daily big bag limit, which really all seems to be the same fine, but um, he pleaded no contest, uh, was fined eight hundred sixty-one dollars and then two hundred dollars uh, replacement fee for illegally killed for uh, the illegally killed buck. Investigating officers also confiscated Kane's ten-point rack, which was waiting to be mounted at the taxidermist. Mm. So that's unfortunate. Like we're just going to go ahead and take that right along with this. Uh, put it on the uh, wall of shame. Mm. Uh, no suspension of hunting privileges, <clears throat> though? Now, this is going to probably shock you guys. Proving that the uh, apple doesn't fall far from the tree. Uh, his father of 53, um, Mr. Also, his name was Robert Kane. See, the junior thing, I'm telling you, man. Mm. It's not a good deal. <laughs> They're all this messed up. Was assessed uh, $381 of on three charges involving conspiring with his son in game violations uh, of other illegal possessions of deer. So, you know, the thing is, it gets me as these guys, and <clears throat> there's a lot of stories about social media where guys get busted because they can't, they can't yeah. keep it to themselves. They're like, I got to post this. I have to let everybody know I killed yeah. this deer. Only but, my friends can see this. I'll yeah. be fine. They're all cool. Moron. <laughs> Even old Jimmy Lipper from high school that hated my guts back then. He's on my friends list, but he won't turn me in. It's all right. Thank God for social media. That's uh, all I'm saying. No doubt. Weeds out the Egypts. Let's turn our attention to fishing. Okay. Okay, so the question here is when is, uh, and this comes from, uh, from got to state the source. I think this was from Field of Stream, but there's, there is a time when fishing can be too good, right? Has that ever can happened? Can be too yeah, good. Yeah, it's like the fishing never. was too good. Apparently mm, when you I, are... I've never encountered okay, this. Okay, so there may be a limit, and I think that limit is 105 fish over your limit. Because Ooh, at 100, wow. because these guys were at 106 fish over their limit. It was too good. Uh, Minnesota conservation mm. officer Chris Vinton of uh, Detroit Lakes received a turn-in poacher otherwise known as a tip. Tip. Uh, tip Called that a uh, group of anglers were fishing for sunfish. Sunfish, of all things. God, these things are the worst. They are the, they are the worst things to clean. Why would you yeah, put yourself so through? Work for it's so much work. It's so much work. Well, not when you have 106 They are delicious. Um, love me some sunfish. Uh, so these anglers were fishing for sunfish on uh, Tullaby Lake in northern Becker County. We're taking more than 100 fish at a time. Uh, meanwhile, the state limit is 20 fish uh, per person. So 20 fish, that's pretty generous. That's still a pretty, still. That's, a, that's a good catch. That's a good, yeah. good sack full of fish. John, how long do you think it would take to clean 100 sunfish? 106. 106. Um, it would take a minute of fish. It's going to take 
106 minutes. <laughs> that's good math. My math's not, not exactly. <laughs> I'm, not a, I'm no mathematician here. <laughs> you totally ruined my joke. Yeah, <laughs> hour and a half, I'd say. <laughs> Okay. <laughs> you struggled out too long. Uh, I'm sorry, man. So these, so the uh, the fishing game had a uh, that's description. Moving, that's cooking. That's cooking. Yeah, yeah one they, minute they make those one tumblers. Minute per sunfish. You ever yeah. guys ever seen those tumblers where it's like a descaler? Like you yeah. throw them in. And I never seen. Uh, I, I thought they called those, that the, the ninja. Uh, the tumbler. That's the, good. The, that's good sunfish. Pate? Mm. No, no, it's yeah, no. I wouldn't use that. So it's fillet. Him. So the uh, the law, Johnny Law here, um, they checked the lake every other day for several weeks until the group reappeared. Then, joined by another officer, he followed the anglers to a nearby cabin. After receiving permission to search the cabin, they're like, sure, come in. We got nothing to hide. Officers <laughs> found 85 sunfish in a bucket and another 61 partially frozen, which got to be smelling delicious in that cabin at this point. But as you see another 61 partially frozen nasty ass sunfish. As a result, Jeff, I can't pronounce his last name, and Donald, also equally as tough last name, were each cited for possessing <laughs> 53 sunfish over the limit. The citation carries a minimum, a maximum fine, excuse me, of a, over a grand. Restitution uh, of $265 for sunfish. And possibly a penalty of 90 days in jail. Blah, blah, blah. blah. How, how uh, many uh, servings of old fashions? Were, were dis- also they probably outside. offered these guys, they're like, hey, you want to come in and check out our sunfish? Have a couple old fashions? Yeah. And here's the good thing. The, uh, or the, uh, the DNR uh, press release said that both anglers kept commenting that they could not stop and the fishing was just too good. <laughs> so there you go. It's too good. I can't stop. <laughs> what are you doing? You can't That's stop just, me. Just, keep fishing. Just, just so let many go. fish. That's Catch so, and release. That's so many fish. Um, all right, let's move to, uh, let's move out here west, huh? Great Falls, Montana. The, uh, so, uh, a habitual poacher with multiple conditions stood up in the district court and proclaimed that he could not help his behavior because he was in fact addicted to wildlife. And it was a, it was a, it was a disorder. Uh, the court in its wisdom did not agree and sentenced, uh, Gary, uh, uh, he's 41, this feller, to five-year stint with Montana Department of Corrections. And uh, he, he poached so much, they actually sentenced him to five years in jail? Yeah, and ordered him to pay over wow. $18,000 $18, $18, in fines. That's a ton Good of money. Grief. Yeah. Um, so his last conviction was, conviction was for improper transfer of a hunting license and hunting while his privileges were revoked. So he just kept doing it. He didn't care. He's just like, I'm just going to keep killing stuff. Um, but the funny thing is, like, yeah, he's like, I feel like my wildlife addiction. Here's I quote: I feel like my wildlife addiction is like a drug addict. I like, you know, it's like one of a drug addict with drugs. Uh, he informed the judge. Uh, while in test, while test, in testifying, testifying on his own behalf, according to the reports of the Great Falls Tribune, he told that he told the uh, counsel uh, that he had an alleged illness, and uh, the only cure was more cowbell. I got a fever. <laughs> See, this is why people d- don't understand and dislike hunters because of shitheads like this what guy. What a moron! Here, so we had a, a Marty. Marty, the judge, attorney, excuse me. No, 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 that's not. That's not yeah, I, I the judge back, said. I, this, like, this this doesn't even fall into the realm of being a hunter. This is a just a complete idiot. 
It's not an addiction. It's pure greed. The prosecutor told the court he likes poaching, and that's that's his counselor. Yeah, that's why his absolutely. counselor is not here to testify for him. Well, he like his lawyer even bailed on him. Yeah, he's like, just like, no, I can't. I'm f not. this guy. He's a real. Oh my gosh, douchebaggery high. Here's a good one. Extremely for you high. In Texas, God bless Texas. This this is a very Texas story. Hmm. Go on. So warden, um, so this warden, he he got creative. Uh, one early fall day, uh, the un- unidentified uh, Texas warden was in the process. Protect his name. Uh, was in the process of observing some illegal dove hunting. And that's another thing. Like you can shoot like 50 freaking doves at a crack, you know? So apparently this was either outside of hunting hours or, excuse me, hunting season or they were taking too many. But uh, I don't he was, think he was it's quite 50, but it's a lot. It's a lot of doves. You can shoot a, just a, a grip, a po- as our good friend Kurt would say, a pod of doves. I'm pretty sure it's over a million doves are killed every year in Texas. I'm pretty sure I heard that's that. That's just number. by car too. I mean, that's not even by guns. So, um <laughs> so this feller, this this warden is watching uh some illegal dove activity from a distance and trying to deter so here's it. He's like, I'm in Texas. If I approach these guys that who are very obviously like they're illegally shooting these doves. I'm going to get my ass shot. So he's wondering how I can advance safely and strategically. About that time, the officer reportedly heard a vehicle approaching from his rear. Should have taken his boots off. Went socks. Right. Went socks. He would yeah. have got right in on yep. Um, yep. At first, he <laughs> thought it was more hunters coming to join the ones he was watching, but he soon realized it was the pizza truck, pizza delivery Ooh. truck. Ooh. With... Um, don't mind. And maybe he was just hungry. But brilliantly, he uh, deduced, um, okay, so basically the warden's like, hey, this pizza truck is like in, out here in the middle of nowhere. He's obviously going to deliver pizza. And that's the cool thing. Like if you're in Texas and you're out shooting doves, you're like, hey, you guys hungry? Yeah, let's call Little Caesars. They'll deliver right out here to the fucking back 40. Mm-hmm. Let's do it. So they he stops the truck <laughs> and he convinced the driver that he needed an assist, some assistance for the remainder of his his route and the warden was chauffeured directly into the group of unsuspecting game violators so he wouldn't get his butt shot and uh where he politely delivered some uh pizza <laughs> and uh also some citations so he hopped in the truck <laughs> with the pizza guy and he's like they pull up and they're like oh great you know like we got two uh, pepperonis and uh, you guys are also violating and here's a big pile of uh you know go pound salt uh we're winding down here but i got hmm. uh <laughs> I I wake more. up john wake up <laughs> all right i got one more and finally as we uh put a bow on this uh tale of morons a convenience store surveillance tape and some good old-fashioned detective work led to the arrest and conviction of a pair of wyoming mule deer poachers See, i'm just just following up on uh, mm. you know the deer that are just so close lonely to our hearts mule deer. yeah just some lonely mule deer poachers a cheyenne uh, area rancher notified wyoming game and fish uh warden mark nelson that someone had apparently dragged two deer from his field to a county road you know, it happens. Upon investigating the scene, Nelson found what was determined to be, you got your deer blood. Mm. Uh, you also got some beer cans and some beef jerky wrappers. All mm. right there. Mm. So Guilty. <laughs> these guys are like, you know, 
just I don't know what to do with this Michelob Ultra Golden Ultra can. Let's just chuck it out the window next to the crime scene here. Uh, with a little more than litter to go on, Nelson went to the local convenience stores, which in Wyoming, I'm sure wasn't, he probably, you know, he narrowed it down to all three of them in the county. And uh, he inquired if anyone had purchased a specific combination of beer and beef jerky in the previous afternoon. Not only did the clerk confirm such a purchase, but he also provided surveillance tapes of said customer. Mm. As a result, Frank E., and uh, we'll leave his last name out of this, 35 of Cheyenne, was charged with uh, wanton destruction of a a mule deer, taking mule deer out of season and being accessory to each of the charges. His nephew, Adam, unfortunately a 20-year-old Adam, was charged with taking mule deer out of season as well and also accessory to the charge. Uh, They were fined $820 each and were ordered to pay restitution to the state. Oh, my gosh. (laughs) So remember, if you're going to violate, make sure you pick up your shit. Pick up your garbage. Pick up your beer cans. Yeah. That's why you buy your Better yet, gas. don't drink beer while you're hunting. That's why you buy your gas, your your pepperoni, and your... What else do they buy? Uh, beer. 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 Three different locations. Three different locations. Keep Yep. Keep your empties inside the cab. Yep. Mm-hmm. Drive it in, drive it out. No trace poaching, people. Come on. No trace. Leave no trace. Leave only photographs <laughs> and footprints. <laughs> so, I mean, there's some hefty fines. Is the one people got? They were eighteen grand. They were in for it. Yeah. Eighteen thousand dollars. Yeah, and five years in jail. Yeah, yeah. It's not worth it. Definitely, there's a problem there. There's a there's a there's a mental deficiency. I don't know if I'd call it an addiction. I don't know what I'd call it. Well, <laughs> you know, you bring up an interesting point because you know. We all like to say, like, you know, hey, it's it's all good. You know, we just want to go out and we want to, you know, provide for our family and, you know, shoot some, put, fill the freezer and that sort of thing. But let's cut all that BS. I'm like, we all like to shoot. I'm like, you we're sitting here in a room with a bunch of, you know, antler hanging on the wall. And it's like, you want to shoot something that you can put on the wall, right? So I think a lot of this stems from, and don't get me wrong, I'm sure there's a lot of people out there that they they harvest deer out of season because yeah, they do need to feed their family. Fine. But there's a hell of a lot more people that just want to shoot a big buck. Yeah. And they want to brag about it. Oh, absolutely. And that's, or they're harvesting all that meat and they're selling it to friends. Sure. Maybe not friends and family, but they're, they're financially gaining from it one way or another. Yeah. So I think we'll do another session of this sometime down the road. There's a lot of stories out there. Unfortunately. Yeah, there is. So, in fact, we had, we've had a couple here in our backyards in the last couple of years. Yeah, big ones, big poaching rings, yeah. big, big, big poaching rings, with dozens of people and yeah, and uh, unfortunately yeah. hundreds of elk and deer both yeah. involved. So we'll do in, a little, actually a that's a good span. point. We'll, we'll do a little digging on that. We'll try to we'll try to get you uh, maybe a few you know like some more specifics on some of these bigger stories and and. Uh, and and bring bring. There's a lot of details that that kind of go without uh, being heard. I think in a lot of these cases, so we should check into that. Because mm-hmm. a lot, yeah. of, you know, in some of these cases, like like the one that you're talking about, the most recent one in Oregon here. I mean, those people they got away with it for a long time. I mean, that yeah, was a, they absolutely did. All right, so we hope you enjoyed the uh, the foray into the poaching um, and uh, violating. We'll. Uh, 
We'll bring you more of those and turn in TIP people. TIP turn in poachers. Do it. Yeah. If you're a poacher, clean it up. Yeah. Pick up your, <laughs> pick up your beer cans and your freaking beef jerky wrappers. So let the kids' cats fish. It's for yeah. the kids. It's for the kids. No shit. And shout out to all the game wardens out there that are dealing with these shitheads too. Yeah. Good job. We appreciate you out there watching our backs and watching everybody else's. So as usual, um, hey, if you got 30 seconds, just break away and, and give, us a, give us a review on iTunes. It means all the, all the difference in the world. It means so much. So just uh, if you like what you hear and you want us to keep, uh, you know, it, it takes, you know, I, I, it, it doesn't seem like it, I'm sure, but <laughs> with this quality, but it does take a lot of money to, to keep, uh, you know, to keep us going and, and the research and the, you know, the travel that we do to, 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 to find some stories to do and, and, uh, recording equipment and, and, uh, business licenses and all that stuff. So, um, you know, give us reviews and, and help us, uh, you know, shoot us up the charts. You know, it, it doesn't take long and, uh, let us know what you think. And, and it really does help a lot. So, Hop on iTunes, give us a review, give us a rating, and and we really appreciate it. We'll uh we'll try to shout shout out any uh, uh any of the reviews that we get, and uh, and uh, you know let you let you know that uh, you're being heard. So we appreciate it. Thanks for listening.